I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Welcome to the Bosspreneur Podcast, Becoming More. I'm your host, Becky A. Davis. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want to make a bigger impact with your product, your service, or your message. So each week, I'll pull the curtain back and go inside and share about money, mindset, and marketing ideas and strategies to help you become more. So let's jump in. So welcome to another episode of the Bosspreneur podcast, where we are focusing on our Accelerator Academy members stories. And I am super excited to share these amazing women that are a part of our community, what they do, who they are, who they serve, and how they are trying to make an impact on the world. And so our special guest today is Anita Douglas. Um, Anita, let me just kind of give you, I'm going to give you a quick um, intro to her, and then I'm going to let Anita really tell you who she is. But um, she is the CEO of Crown Innovation Business Solutions. And what they do is provide skilled executive level virtual assistance to enhance your professional organization and practice. Now, listen, this is one of the things that I think every business owner needs to have is uh, assistance. What they do is they provide specialized expert level virtual staff uh, to small businesses and to nonprofits. They have a five-star vetting process to ensure that your VA is the perfect fit for your business, your personality, and your lifestyle. And they do this for professional service based businesses. They do it for coaches, consultants, for creatives. They do it for nonprofits and for associations. And listen, I can't wait for us to dive into this conversation with Anita. Anita, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Becky. I am excited. So tell us a little bit more about Crown Innovative Business Solutions. I think everybody needs a virtual assistance. I know we're scared to do it because I was um, scared to get some help. Kept saying, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And that was really a lie that I told myself I could afford it. I was just scared to pay for it, but I did it. And I've had one ever since. So tell us a little bit more about what you do. Um, Exactly what you said is what a lot of people think about um, not being able to afford it. But if you can afford to grow, you can afford to invest in your business. Mm. Um, And the reality is that investing in having a virtual assistant, it actually frees up your time to allow you to make more um, in your business. So I do think that it is a valuable service um, to these service providers that you talked about. The the small business owners, whether you are a professional service provider, um, a coach, creative, uh, consultant, speaker, or a nonprofit, they built the business, but building the team is like a, a, a just a monumental, like it's, it's too much yeah. for them to do. They don't have the time to be able to uh, vet and find great talent. Um, and or they need to build a reliable but can't afford to hire someone full time. So like we talked about, you're actually able to get um, assistance in small increments of hours. So instead of having someone full time, part time, you could get someone to help you for as little as 10 hours a month. I love it. I um, love it. And so that is definitely one benefit. And then uh, we also, another uh, pain point is they have a long list of redundant tasks, but not a clear system to check them off quickly um, or digitally. And so, or they may just need help. 
uh, connecting with their audience digitally. So we provide both administrative assistance and digital marketing assistance. Oh, I love it. Anita, you joined the Bosspreneur Academy and uh, I, I just love some of the things that I have learned about you in the process of you being a part of it. One of the things that um, you shared was um, a key takeaway as a part of our orientation model about who you need to become. Um, kind of share with us when you went through that, what was some of the mind shift you had in the process? I, I think that one of the biggest things, you know, was the quote that said, who you are right now is not enough to get to your ideal or dream business. I know a lot of the times, even going into things, there are some people that feel as though I've arrived. I think it's great to see this no matter what level in business that you're in mm -hmm. to challenge yourself, challenge your mind to get uncomfortable. Um, and so I'm working hard to get to where I want to be, but this really hit home for me. Um, the activity required us to do uh, some becoming more exercises and forced me to just really reflect on my journey. And then we had the opportunity to, to get three words to focus on. Um, and for me, I think it was, it was focus, um, get uncomfortable and uh, organized. And I just put these different things in my uh, calendar in different places throughout the house so that even when I lose, you know, focus on what it is that I need to do, it just kind of says, go back, Anita. It's, yeah. it's, it's time. It's time for you to refocus, get yourself together. These are the things that are going to help you to get to where you want to be. Yeah, I, I I love the activity because you know every everything that's a part of the training I do myself. I'm I'm not just talking about it. I'm practicing practicing it myself. And every year I some year I keep the same words because I'm still in that place. Mm -hmm. I've gotten better, but I'm still in that place. So when I have to focus on focus is one of mine too. And focus is one of mine because shiny objects can distract me easily, <laughs> and I know that they can distract me easily. So knowing it and being aware of it that I need to stay focused when the shiny object comes I might look at it and be like Becky that's the shiny object because I'm aware I can pull myself um, away from it but it is understanding that it requires evolution we have to evolve and too often we can experience where like okay I'm doing really good but what you see down the road is going to require more for me than where I am right now. So I need to evolve. And that that evolution requires a stretching and growing. And it doesn't always feel good when you haven't worked out a lot. And then the first time you go work out and stretch a muscle is like, oh, my God, I'm sore. I can't move. <laughs> That's exactly what this activity is supposed to do for the brain. It's like to sit down and sit with yourself um, to say it. But I love that you know exactly your three areas that you're going to um, to focus on. Um, one of the things that we talk about um, and as a part of the community is being an under earner um, mm -hmm. so that we can become high earners. Now, listen, when I went through this, there's a book out um, by Barbara Stanley that is called uh, Becoming um, a Moving from Under Earner. And what she talks about, I'm thinking I had it sit here with me, what she talks about. And as I went through and read it and I was just like, oh. Oh my God, how often have I been an under earner? I've been an under earner when I was in corporate America. I've been an under earner as an entrepreneur and I fight with it today to still push beyond being an under earner. I've come some ways, 
but I'm not all the way there yet. I'm still pushing through uh, to move past being an under earner. And I, I believe a lot of that comes from as women. And then the other part as black women, because we bring a heritage um, behind us too, that has um, impacted and affected us in that area too. When you went through the, that activity of um, being an under earner, I love some of the things you said about it made you uncomfortable um, as you thought about it over the past year. Share how that experience kind of shifted your thinking? Well, for me, you know, there were a lot of emotions for me going through the activity because in my business, I am actually scaling. So um, I've, I've been working with the business coach as well. And there were some of these things as I'm reading through them, they, they're things that I've just kind of moved past. And I guess even if I had to do it right over again today, yeah. it's not that I can't do it, but it's just like the emotion of, oh man, I remember, you know, deciding to even increase my prices, that feeling and all of the yeah. self-doubt, the lies that yeah. I was telling myself about, you know, these things. And as I'm going through the questions, I'm like, oh man, I remember the feeling of holding myself back and not wanting to make that jump. Because yeah. of the fear of, you know, yeah. the fear of the unknown is real. Um, so it is. It, that was a lot of what I encountered. And then walking, coming down um, to the bottom, I think it was just, it really hit on fear mm -hmm. and codependency mm -hmm. and, you know, different things. And I, I started to reflect, I think there were a lot less that I circled, but I think that a lot of my emotions came out of just the challenges that I've had to go through um, in the scale of my business over even just the past six months. You know? Yeah, yeah, I totally understand. I remember talking to um, one of my good friends, Marshawn um, Evans Daniels, and we were talking about when she started her um her company, her business after, you know, going through what well, it wasn't even a divorce, but, you know, getting to the day of the wedding and just calling everything off and having to say, okay, I, I need to focus on, I need to work. I need to. And she said, so, you know, I knew what I was able to do. I knew what, how I could help people. So she said, I put some things together and, um, I did my first workshop and she said, when I got ready to price it, I was like, I don't know how much or how I should price it. So she said, I went in, I looked at what all of the white men were pricing their prices based on what she was teaching. And she said, I priced it the exact same way. So first course was $2,000. And um, I told her, I said, how did you get the courage to just, I said, I think I would do my, I said, I think I did my first course was like uh, uh, $97 or 197. She said, I knew that I was just as good as they were. Mm. And I knew that if I was just as good as they were, I needed to be paid the exact same thing. And I told her, I said, first of all, you just gave me life yeah. um, in sharing that with me um, because it, it becomes a mental shift. Like uh, there are so many who don't start their business automatically charging what they believe they should get. And the fact that she did, and she said, you know, since then I've gone even further with it. And she said, I just decided I'm going to charge exactly what they're charging because I can get the same result, if not better. And can you imagine if all of us think about starting our business 
immediately at, we automatically go into the scarcity mindset. Well, what if they don't buy? Well, what if they, and she was like, I had more people to sign up for that. No one really knew who I was. I didn't have, cause she had a private agency that she ran before she started working more with the, uh, with the public. And she said, but it generated enough for me to make some money and start putting a system um, together. But the, yes. exactly. So that's the part that I think, you know, we us really understanding, um, you know, what the value it is that we bring to. Absolutely. Um, that's exactly what I was going. You took it out of my mouth. Where yeah. Those were the two things. It were, well, it was really two things that I had to reflect on um, and actually making that leap and that fear, you know, crossing that fear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> line, that line of fear um, was really understanding my value. And if you don't know what your value is and you want to go higher, you have the authority and the power to create what you want it to be. Yes. You can let you can level up. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. You're not stuck where you're at. So you can create whatever it is that you want it to be. And then the next thing is knowing your audience. Yeah. Because, you know, at, you know, Joe Blow on the street or or Sue Ann next door may not pay that two thousand dollars. However, mm-hmm. there's somebody out there that would pay that two thousand dollars. You just need to know you would have had to done your work to identify who yeah. those people are and know where they're at. Exactly. You're, you're so right about um, that. And being able to get to a place and a space to say, Okay, I'm okay if they if it's not for everybody, but so I'm okay yes. if these people. But when when you're starting out and your mindset is, you know, I want to I want to help everyone. That's where you get into that that fight where it's like, oh, people are not registering. Well, maybe it's too high, or maybe it's too low, or how do I need to know your target market? If you've identified them, they are the ones who are going to raise themselves and say yes. I know what my mastermind says, sisters. We always say. We're we will invest in ourselves and we will pay uh, uh, money towards the investment. And we're not the only one in the world. So we're looking for others who are just like us. Now There are some that are not, but there are we're not the only ones in the world that will do it. And um, that is what helps us to, to know that we just we're looking for uh, others that are willing to do some of the same thing that we're doing. And that kind of leads in what you talked about, you know, the lies that we tell ourselves, um, which is an activity, because when I tell you all the, the, the ones that I wrote down based on the lies that I have told myself, Becky, you need uh, you need to have a, a higher education. You need to have the degree. Becky, you need to uh, get seven different rounds of coaching certifications. Becky, you need all of these things that I said I needed was really just ways to stop. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, so, and so each lie, you know, I have to fight it with the truth and I fight it with the truth of what God's words say about me um, because that's the truth that I can truly um, stand on. Um, But it was a couple of lies that you shared that you um, told yourself. Um, Do you want to share what those were? Yes, absolutely. The first one was that I needed to be perfect and have everything together for a while. I was afraid, very afraid of making the wrong decisions and everyone knowing, you know, I have a nice size network and my influence is going where it needs to be. But I'm like, "Eh, I don't have my website up. I don't have this together. And it took it took me um, 
a little bit to get, I would say I, 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 it took me probably about six months before <laughs> I actually got my first client. And, you know, I actually listened to a motivational speaker. I can't even remember who, who said it, but he said that you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to get great. Yeah. And it wasn't until I actually got started yeah. that I realized that I needed a portal to take payments. The yeah. day when someone said that, <laughs> I want to pay for your services. If I never got started, I probably wouldn't have that tough. Um, on that day and in that moment, I put together a contract. In that moment, um, I actually spoke with my very first client. She never even looked at my website that I spent so much time, <laughs> so much time putting together. Um, and so that is the number one thing. And it's just like, because after going through the process and then also in my business, watching other successful um, leaders taking that leap of faith and and starting as they're going and, you know, making the mistakes and not being afraid to fall down. Like it encourages me. And I it's like I shout it from the rooftop rooftops, just like get started, get yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> if you fall, that's a great thing because it it helps you to figure out well I always say that you know if if it was meant for you to go right you know and you went left God would steer you back right and yeah. so in my mind if if if, if you fall um, you could get back up and either go you know go into that other direction mm -hmm. or you identify that this these people aren't really your target audience or you know this service isn't really what I really yeah. want to do or whatever the case may be you're one step closer to figuring out what is is best for you and the next lie that I told myself was um the unknown can wipe my business out yeah. <laughs> the fear of the unknown yeah. was the thing for me just really not because I felt that when I got started I didn't necessarily and I'm sure a lot of people like me didn't have like a full roadmap in front of them someone to explain the entire process or even have that empowerment and encouragement when you were getting started mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and so it was just kind of like ah, all of my trust was in my education and there's nothing wrong with that I love and that's something nobody could ever take away from me Right. But here it is. I'm doing this. And there's so much doubt here. I mean, and now, like years later, I'm like, I've learned so much more in this process here. Yeah. And I haven't in, in a lot in many different parts of my right. educational journey, you mm -hmm. know, so many different components of the business. But the unknown now, um, as I've, you know, aged a little bit, that is life. Yeah, that really is really. life. No matter what plan you write, no matter what you do, we really don't know what the future may hold. So anything right. can really happen. Exactly. And so it's almost like I've had to learn to just kind of step into it and mm -hmm. get be okay with um, getting uncomfortable. If someone calls and asks me to speak, you know, there was one time I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, you know, <gasps> I'm like, okay, God, you know, whatever you're trying to do. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm open. <laughs> So. Yeah, I think and we and we all we all tell ourselves um, these lies. And I think the, the power is when we identify that's I'm that's a lie that I'm, I'm telling myself or that's a lie that I'm making up because it keeps me from not really moving forward. Because if I focus on the truth of 
I can do this, even if I don't, then it requires me to take some steps. And sometimes um, subconsciously, we don't want to take those um, those steps. But being able to um, know that, hey, if I and I'm a risk taker, uh, Mm -hmm. my assessment, which all of our members will um, in let me see. In August, everybody will be will take will be taking their small business assessments um, to okay. see what your top ten. And these are Gallup um, assessments. It's a Gallup Entrepreneur uh, Business Profile assessment of the top ten uh, talents of successful business owner. So everybody will take their their um, assessment to see what your top four strengths are as it relates to small business. And my number one was risk. And it was risk. And one of the things that I learned as I was going through getting the certification for coaching, it was, um, Becky, I'm sure you've lost money. I'm sure you, and I was like, yeah, but I never saw that as risk. I saw it as what was necessary to move forward. And the coach told me that is risk. And I was like, Okay. And so I asked my husband, I was like, they said I was a risk taker. And I was like, I'm not a risk taker. He looked at me and I was like, what is that look? And he was like, girl, you scared me half the time when you come with ideas. And I did not realize that because in my mind, it wasn't risk in my mind. It was necessary. And mm-hmm. from there, the, the, she told me, she said, you are going to have to take a moment before you make a decision because she was right. I've thrown away thousands of dollars because I moved so fast. Okay. I needed to, and it'd be the wrong thing, wrong idea. Didn't really think about it. Oh, I said, I just took an action. And so she said, that's a blind spot. And it truly was uh, a blind spot. So in my, my mind, I would say, well, Becky, you got to do this because this is going to help you. Um, that wasn't a lie. I wanted to do it. Uh, that was the, the lie. The truth was you need to stop and assess. Yeah. Then yeah. move forward. Absolutely. And that is where your your success is going uh, is going to come from. Um, one of the things that we talked about is um, in our profit module, because as a CEO, we need to think about money in more than one way. And we normally look at profit in one way. How much money I got? Um, but we don't look at what's coming in, what's going out. We just look at the money that I have um, coming in. And um, I ask people to look at what your net worth is. One of the things I love what you shared is that you not only looked at your network and then looked at that and then talked to your fiance about moving some things around. That's always a great thing. It's like, you know what? I can change this because when we think about getting a million dollar net worth, that's not as impossible as we think um, until we start to look at the numbers and start to put it on paper. So kind of share with us some of the things when you kind of looked at at that part of it as kind of um, something that you kind of highlighted or that was impactful to you. I, I would say absolutely. That's, that, that was it. You summed it up. <laughs> Um, the next part to that is really just being able to identify this new goal. Yeah. You know, um, these goals and the it's kind of like, you know how you do these soul searching uh, processes and things like that. Like as you're adding new things, it gives you more almost like a clearer, precise vision, something to focus on um, and help you make decisions. And for me, that's what, you know, even looking just a little bit more at the whole net worth for me, mm-hmm. um, I do 
I do take a look at my assets and liabilities, but this during this part, I took a look at the grand scheme of things, you know, oh, in the business, out the business, and for, you know, just a little bit more of a long range plan yeah. versus, you know, just even the next five years. I'm like, the things, the, the new um, liabilities that we're taking up now is going to impact this net worth that I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, no matter how hard we're working in the business, if I take up this new debt, you know, are we going to be able to pay it back? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Asset to be able to, you know, get, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Just, this challenged me to just kind of think in that kind of way yeah. and be able to identify a new goal. Yeah, I love that because, you know, thinking about that, um, because I think um, some debt becomes good debt when it's going to create the ultimate goal. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, we're we're doing this. This is going to be debt but we're going to wipe this debt out with this within this time frame because a lot of times people won't even take on the debt um but as you're growing and building a business you're going to have to take on some debt uh you're going to have to take on um spending um some money if you got enough in your bank account where it's not debt great but if not then for me it's really about offsetting how I get rid of what I bring in um, to clear it out. So I'm with you. I like keeping debt down uh, low and personally none. I don't don't (laughs) want any in my business. I have some, Um, but to be able to run lean just keeps me not straight. I'm not stressing um, about it because uh, of that. One of the things I love that you wrote was as a, one of your biggest takeaways was Habakkuk um, two and two. So share with us why that was something really important to you. Um, I really was in, uh, this was the, my aha. (laughs) It it comes from the biggest aha comes from doing the work. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do get so busy, um, that it's not easy to be able to reassess or write the vision. That's why you, you could, you know, recognize yeah. these common themes, threads. And a lot of times, even in doing a business plan, like yeah. some people do them in the beginning of, luckily for me, I've been in this growth scaling process. So I've been really closely aligned, but it took me for year five to be so closely, yeah. you know, aligned with it and going back to it and reassessing. But that's not the the everyday thing. Like for me, my first time coming back was year five from year one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, at this point, you know, going through this process, this journey uh, with the accelerator program, it has uh, really just forced me to one, go back and reflect on the goals that I've already identified. Mm-hmm. Um, some I've had to make just a little bit clearer. Mm-hmm. And then I've also been able to add additional goals um, to my list. Oh, I love it. I love it. So about your your business, how can people um, who, that need services and listen, I know you guys out there listening. I know you need some help because I think I did another podcast that referenced uh, building a team and getting help. Um, so I know you guys need some virtual assistance to take some of that stuff off of you. How can they reach out to you, get in touch with you to learn more about your services and what you do? 
Absolutely. Okay. So everyone, thank you so much for listening to us. If if you are out there <laughs> and you would love to get some, you would love to be able to just remove a little of that hustle and gain just a little bit more freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, get some of your time back. You could contact Crown Innovative Business Solutions. We are, um, you can find us at CIBS Assist on Facebook and Instagram. That's C is in Charlie, I, D is in boy, A, S, S is in Sam, I, S, T, CIBS Assist on Facebook and Instagram. Our website is cibsglobal.com. And if you would like to contact me directly, you could contact me uh, via email at Anita at cibsglobal.com. Awesome, awesome. So I'm so excited to have you uh, as a part of our community, an amazing woman doing some amazing things to be able to impact and change the world. And you and I, I, we need to schedule a sidebar conversation because I I just see some opportunities um, in in being able to to, uh, work with you as well. So we'll be having some side conversations. Um, I am excited for all of the listeners that are hearing uh, today about one of our amazing Uh, members in the academy. The goal is for us to be able to share information with you so that you on your journey can continue to become more. Have you joined our Facebook community, the Female CEO Headquarters? You need to join the Female CEO Headquarters. It is our Facebook group. If you start like an entrepreneur, we're going to teach you how to scale like a CEO. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bosspreneur. B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. And you'll learn more about the Bosspreneur Business Circle. I share training, workshops, speaking engagements. Plus, I'll share with you some videos and information to help you become more. You can go to the BossPreneurBusinessCircle.com. That's B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. BusinessCircle.com or BeckyADavis.com.